The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with a lifelong friend, my buddy John, who has been an attorney for the past 11 years. And I don't know everything about John's day-to-day work life, but I'm oftentimes fascinated by what we learn in school and how we can apply it to how we actually do our professions. So, John, I'll ask you, what do you wish that you learned in law school that you learned pretty quickly in the workforce? I'm going to cheat, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say there's actually probably a few things. That's fine. Law school, law school is great in terms of teaching you the foundations and you know, sort of the um, core competencies of what you'll need sort of when you graduate and, and enter the profession. Um, but there's obviously just the practicalities of it all that aren't taught in the classroom. Uh, different than I'd say medicine, right? Where you kind of go through residency and it's mm-hmm. other professions where you may have sort of an apprenticeship. Um, the law doesn't really afford for that. And I guess some of the things I learned, whether early on um, or perhaps after a little bit of time, um, the first would be kind of just the importance of being well-rounded, frankly. Um, and I say that because, you know, you know a lot of lawyers, because, um, mm-hmm. and we tend to be pretty type A <laughs> on the whole. <laughs> Um, and you know what that what that means is you can be you can have kind of tunnel vision and become so singularly focused on you know getting the good grades or getting the quote unquote good jobs right and and sort of lose sight of that bigger picture. Um, but in addition to just being frankly a better and more fulfilling way to go about life, it, it, it actually makes you a better lawyer, right? To be more well-rounded. I mean, the best lawyers I can think of are those that are well-rounded because it, it makes sense, right? The profession is about understanding people and human behavior and then sort of, you know, shaping your, your arguments or stories for and against. Huh. So I'd say that's, that's probably the, the first thing that kind of comes to mind. And that's, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a failing of law school. It's just sort of as you grow and mature, right? Um, it's a reflection point, I guess. Is it a matter of being more well-rounded? And I want to get to the other things in a moment, but is it is it a matter of being more well-rounded in as far as your your outside interests, knowledge of other subjects aside from just the law? Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, because the law itself, I mean, obviously, you know, there's a reason you go to school for three years, some would argue, so that law schools can make more money. Um, but, <laughs> you know, there are there, there are intricacies to it that, you know, you're, you're seeking to equip yourself with. Um, but, yeah, what I have in mind is sort of those other life experiences, right? Because it's not, it's not rocket science at the end of the day. This isn't you know, brain surgery, um, you know, you get a relatively 
smart individual and they're going to be able to figure it out. It is sort of, you know, it, it's meant to be deliberately, you know, commonsensical, right? You don't want such a convoluted uh, system such that no one can follow it. Now, some would argue it is to an right. extent um, <laughs> yeah. so to keep lawyers in business. But I, I think, you know, if, if you strip it down to its basics, um, it, it's not. So what I'm talking about is exactly like, you know, just experiencing life and all that comes with it because that's, that's what, you know, shapes lawsuits. That's what shapes, you know, transactions. It's this, um, it's about life, right? And trying to resolve different disputes in life. So would you, would you suggest then that students who want to go into law after undergrad go travel or take a job doing something and then go to law school? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I, I mean, I've, because I've thought, <laughs> I've thought about it, you know, with the benefit of, of hindsight, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you, you always play or you, you frequently play that game of, you know, what would I have done differently? Um, you try not to go there, but I would certainly think long and hard about that. I think there's, it, my, my hesitation is simply, I don't know if I would have had the motivation in me after taking some time off to then, you know, go back to school for another three years, sit for a bar exam, et cetera, et cetera. However, I do think that there's a lot of mileage to be gained, you know, by taking some amount of time, whether that's a year, two years or more. Um, It gives you more perspective, um, which is a useful thing. Again, when you're surrounded by a lot of type A personalities, Mm -hmm. um, you can lose the forest through the trees. Um, and I think, you know, if you look at, it'd be interesting if you look at even just in terms of, you know, grades, if that were your focus, you know, I I bet those who are a little more seasoned than experienced, you know, and a bit older uh, and wiser tend to do a bit better. Maybe not. I don't know if that's borne out by the statistics or not. Um, but certainly I think they get more out of, I would think they get more out of the experience and probably gives them a bit of an opportunity to reflect and truly think about, you know, why is it that I'm, I've chosen this career path, right? Mm-hmm. And what do I want to do with it? Um, not to say that that didn't happen for me, but in some ways it, it was a default. I mean, it matched up with my skills and my strengths and you know, analytical and, you know, problem solver, et cetera. But was it because I couldn't think of anything else to do that, you know, that's what I decided to do perhaps to an extent. Um, And I think all the better if you've, you know, truly, truly thought it through um, and had some other experiences to reflect upon that are motivating you to make that, that commitment. All right. So what else were you thinking about? It's not like the movies, right? <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not like the TV show. Um, thing, so what do I mean by that? The Things take time to play out. So there are 
and you, and you get a bit of this, I suppose, you know, if you were just to pick up a, a newspaper and, you know, kind of follow a case, but I don't think to the same extent as when you're living it day in and day out, there are so many stages to a case, um, you know, whether that's going through the trial courts and then, you know, appeals, um, and then maybe it gets sent back down to the trial courts to correct whatever error it was and then back up to the <laughs> appellate court and then another appellate court, you know, and these take years to play out. Um, and 95% plus of cases, you know, settle out of court. So you don't have that immediate gratification, um, you know, that you might otherwise imagine just kind of, you know, uh, gradually um, following this in, in, in the news or otherwise. Um, and certainly don't expect to have, you know, your, your my cousin Vinny moment um, <laughs> in court. <laughs> so I, I guess, you know, the lesson there is just be patient. Um, you know, you're not going to change the world in one day, right? It's sort of the, the steps along the way. And with that in mind, because it can be like any, I'm sure like any profession, but it, certainly with respect to the law, it can be a grind. Um, there's no, there's no doubt about that, um, day in and day out. And you need to really enjoy what you do. Right. And, uh, and enjoy those you surround yourselves with. Um, which I think again, ties into kind of my earlier reflection, just, mm -hmm, for sure. you know, having that perspective. Have you ever, told this to students have you ever, have you gone back and have you spoken to law students or undergrad students who want to get into law a, a few yeah a few you know and it's funny i, I it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't get a whole lot of traction unsurprisingly i guess um because i was probably of a similar mindset myself which is yeah that's great yeah, but this is what I want to do. Right, I know right, this is right. what I want to do. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think that's kind of just an age thing more than anything, right? Um, and not having the benefit of some years under your belt to kind of reflect. But I mean, there was yeah, there was someone I spoke to um, uh, beginning of the summer, I think, who was graduating college and was looking for. Well, you know, so they wanted to work at a law firm and said, you know, what can you tell me about these, you know, three law firms? And, you know, I told them, I said, I think an equally important conversation, though, is, you know, have you considered doing things because they wanted to go to law school, ultimately. Um, I said, have you considered doing something other than working at a law firm, actually? Um and they said, yeah, but this is really what I want to do. And my thought process there was, again, get the benefit of other experiences. You know, law school will always be there, right? What's the difference if you start practically, you know, next year or three years from now? Go have some fun. Go see life. Go experience things, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, and maybe in year two, you decide you want to work at a law firm because maybe that gives you some additional insight into, you know, potentially what you could or would want to do with your career. But, mm -hmm. you know, when you're younger, thing, you know, next year feels like forever 
away when in reality there's no difference and you know you're going to be at a job for however many years of your life likely um there's no difference between those you know one and two years up front uh most significantly do you think that you'd have more hair than you do now if you weren't a lawyer (laughs) i don't know because you know, genetics probably play a part of it, but my dad's also a right, lawyer, exactly. So, <laughs> so, I, so I don't know. Um, yeah, I can't figure that one out now. I guess uh, can't undo that one. No, no. And uh, in your conversations at home with Rachel, I mean, Rachel's a lawyer also. So, are yeah? Do, do you guys have really, do, do, really, do you guys really have a lot of conversations, conversations in our household? Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> do you do you have a lot of conversations about what you're doing? at work and what she's doing at work and try to help each other? Yeah, sort of at a surface level, but I, I suppose not as much as you might imagine. Um, for one, there's obviously, you know, sort of attorney-client privilege and you know, oh, trying true, to right. respect those things. Um, you know, we'll talk because we speak this the same language in that mm-hmm. regard, right? And it's helpful just to have someone to kind of bounce something off of at times who's sort of, you know, not fully invested in it the same way you or your colleagues, you know, maybe or may bring a slightly different perspective. We'll, you know, perhaps talk about just, you know, things at a surface level. Um, but we really don't get into the intricacies of it. Um, probably for the better of our of our marriage um, <laughs> because we are both quite opinionated and probably think you know the way we're suggesting uh, of going about something is the right way and <laughs> wouldn't entirely understand why someone saw it otherwise um, it's also just you know we try and just live our lives work work is so full and does consume so much of our you know, our time that it's nice just to have a break from it, frankly. And I know, I know the kids aren't old enough yet to watch it, but when, when do you think you'll show the kids a few good men and say, this is, <laughs> this is what mom and dad do. You know, I never like really got in. I mean, a few good men is one thing, but like just straight lawyer movies or shows. I've never like, seen an I episode never... of law and order. How do you not? Yeah. I've never seen an episode. I wasn't a Law and Order fan, but in, actually in law school, like, you know, one of the sort of, um, I don't know, seminar type classes or something, you know, had us watch, I think, uh, a few episodes or season or something just to, you know, critique and, you know, point out what is done right from a procedural standpoint, what isn't, et cetera. Um, but I hadn't really watched it prior to then. Um, I think that's because my, my dad, um, you know, although he's a lawyer, he also never really, well, while well, he brought work home with him and that, you know, it was full on and the like, he also was quite private about it, I guess. Hmm. Um, and not one to, you know, watch movies, read legal books. Cause that's what you're doing day in and day out. So yeah, right, why, right. Do you, why do you, why do you want to consume yourself with more of it? Yeah, like why do I want to come home? Why do I want to come home and watch sports? I don't get it. No, see that's different. I don't get it. 
Yeah, <laughs> although because there are so many times I just want to come true, home. But, but do you feel that way? Sometimes, that yeah. Way? No, no, I, I do sometimes. That. I do sometimes because I, there are sometimes I want to yeah. just watch an episode of Seinfeld and or just like flip through the guide and 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 watch something right. else. But then I feel like uh, you know what? Like I'm I'm missing I'm missing this. I need to watch this. Um, I need to know what is what's happening here. I'm gonna have to talk about it tomorrow, or I'm gonna I gotta prep for this game. Yeah, I mean there are times that sure you wanna you wanna just shut it off. Do I wanna be watching what Eden's watching all the time? No, <laughs> no. I, I do. Yeah, there are times I I, I certainly want to turn off sports. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. it's it's just human nature, right? All right, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. I really do wonder if John would have more hair if he wasn't a lawyer. Kid's hair went really quick. Being well-rounded can be achieved any number of ways. It's not just knowing a lot about another subject like politics or cooking. It's being able to be comfortable outside your bubble. And we all live in some sort of bubble. Experiences shape this. Conversations shape this. We don't need to backpack across Europe or spend two weeks in Southeast Asia. Reading helps. Listening helps. Talking helps. Having an open mind helps most of all. Please continue to spread the word about the podcast and be in touch with any and all feedback. Find me on Twitter at Noah Kozlov, C-O-S-L-O-V. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast as it comes out every Thursday. Also, click the five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a quick review like this one from CLT Dad. These are real people with real stories and Noah does an exceptional job providing a comfortable form for an engagingly sincere conversation. That's really nice. Very kind of you. Thank you. Also, all 130-plus episodes of the show can be found on VocalNow.com, V-O-K-A-L-Now.com. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit VocalNow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-Now.com. <laughs>